When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to another ambitious entrepreneurnetwork.com podcast. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Now, onto the show. Are you frustrated and confused about how to attract new clients? Nothing you have done is working and you're tired of waiting for the phone to ring. Imagine learning the tips and tools that will help you get noticed and booked by your ideal client and paid what you're worth for your amazing services. Now's the time to make your dream a reality and the Ambitious Entrepreneur Show will teach you how. Now, over to your host, Anne-Marie Cross. Welcome everyone, this is episode 187 and I'm your host Anne-Marie Cross, branding communication strategist, also known as the podcasting queen. Did you know that one in three Australians experience significant stress in their lives? One in four have elevated levels of anxiety and one in four have moderate to extreme depression. Now as ambitious entrepreneurs, we can certainly relate to being in stressful and sometimes anxious situation. Just ask a person who fears public speaking to get up and introduce themselves to a group of business owners. I'm sure they'll tell you how quickly their anxiety levels increase. But what happens if we find ourselves feeling anxious more often than not? And what if our anxiety and maybe even fear stops us from growing the business that we just dream about? Well, today on the show, my guest is Richard Scott. And Richard is a clinical hypnotherapist, a mindset coach, international speaker, association president and international board advisor. He combines psychology, NLP, CBT with over 12 years professional full-time experience in traditional and modern hypnosis to deliver the fastest, most successful results. He also specializes in anxiety control, weight management, confidence, self-esteem and empowering women. And on today's show, Richard's going to share how to instantly recognize and release anxiety how to conquer the fears that hold you back from success, as well as how to create more energy, more time, more control over your life, which I'm sure we could all learn more from uh, Richard. So welcome to the show. Thank you. Look, anxiety is something I think each and every one of us can experience quite often throughout the day, particularly, as I said, I know many ambitious entrepreneurs fear public speaking and just getting up and presenting and so forth. So I think today's topic of conversation is one that will be listened to with with great interest. Let's talk about how to instantly recognize and release anxiety. Okay. Um, yeah, definitely being an entrepreneur, it's a difficult challenge, um, especially when you've come from a different country. As you can tell, I'm from the UK. Mm-hmm. I now live in Australia. Yeah. And I've been working full time for 12, 13 years back in the UK. And in moving over to Australia, it was a completely different uh, market. Wow. Uh, I used the same techniques, but the culture was different. The mm-hmm. people were different. So it, um, it raised a whole heap of stress and anxiety for me to actually deal with. Um, but fortunately, I knew the techniques to release that stuff. Yeah, yeah. But it's, it's a great challenge for any kind of um, entrepreneur to get a grip and, uh, of stress and anxiety, to notice what they are, 
uh, where they come from and then how to solve them, smash through them. Yeah, yeah. Um, Richard, would you say, just jumping in there, because that, that's a good yeah. point you bring up, when we do go about our day, do you find that sometimes we're not even aware that our anxiety levels are starting to, to increase or there's certain triggers that go on? Would you say that many of us aren't really aware of those triggers and uh, to even begin to notice it in the first place? Definitely, absolutely, definitely. Stress and anxiety that can come from anywhere, stress in particular. Um, let's just talk about uh, society, culture, mm -hmm. um, your friends, your family, uh, work, relationships, any kind of interaction with people can cause a whole heap of stress. And people go through their entire day um, feeling the symptoms of stress, but not actually knowing where they're coming from. Um, mm. In my line of work, I help people get through uh, the psychological symptoms, the emotional symptoms, physical symptoms. Stress can manifest physically um, and then it can lead to behavioral symptoms as well. So, um, I mean, I'm currently looking at a piece of paper in front of me with at least 40 to 50 different symptoms just wow. caused by stress. Wow. And I mean, when people come to see me, um, I get them almost to play a little game of bingo mm -hmm. where they pop a circle around which symptom applies to them. And I say there's no prizes for getting a full house, but some of the clients actually turn up and they they tick pretty much all but one of these symptoms. And it's it's crazy to know that you're going around with these symptoms, but not necessarily knowing where they come from. Yeah. Thinking about, uh, you know, some of the aha moments or insights where people go, oh, my goodness, I didn't even realize that. What would be just a few? That, I mean, you know, share as many as, as you would like to on, on today's show, because let's just dive into this topic, because I know so many <laughs> of us struggle with this. What would be some of the top uh, symptoms, if you will, that often have people go, I really had no idea because I'm sure we've got listeners today hearing you explain this is for them also going to be, my goodness, this is, you know, a huge insight for me. Yeah, absolutely. Um, well, usually you would think stress and anxiety, they would affect you mentally. So quite often you become vague, memory lapses, easily distracted, uh, inability to concentrate, that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. um, but they're quite obvious ones. Um, the emotional stress comes from maybe feeling uh, really defensive or extra sensitive to criticism. Um, it dents your confidence. It lowers your self-esteem. Um, stress and anxiety can have you feeling um they can push you into fears, fear mm -hmm. of not being good enough, fear of rejection, fear of failure or fear of success. Um, and these can all come from stress, mm -hmm. um, as can physical ailments. You wake up in the morning, aches and pains, um, tense jaw from bruxism, grinding your teeth, uh, colds and infections, weight loss or weight gain, even diarrhea or constipation. Mm -hmm. Stress can cause these things. Wow. Um, in, in women, uh, some of the women that I see, they actually miss their periods yeah. because of stress. Um, and it's very common, but they would instantly kind of look at medical factors uh, to see if anything's wrong internally instead mm. of thinking, oh, wow, it could be stress or anxiety. Mm -hmm. uh, so usually people go straight to uh, a doctor. Um, I would never knock that. Always consult your GP about everything. Um, but there is always another factor, your mindset. Mm. And when you consider that, um, and how many symptoms just your thinking, how many symptoms that can produce, 
uh, it's astounding, shocking. Yeah. And I'd imagine too that there are different, uh, I mentioned triggers, but there's different situations that we might may find ourselves in. And it, it's often as if we're carrying one and then one adds to another. And if we're carrying this weight around, and that's, that's why it. we have, I just feel like I've got weight on the shoulders. We just yeah. keep adding to that. There comes a time, I would imagine, that if we're so stressed and anxious from other things, that it's going to be very difficult to even just handle the day-to-day -day stuff because we are just so tightly wound up is that you find that too that's it yeah um in my line of work i usually try to get people thinking in a different way um, and some of the ways you've pretty much perfectly described it there people carry these things around with them mm. and i'm i'm often saying to people just imagine you're going around with this big backpack this big rucksack uh, and all these stressful things, you're carrying them around. It could be uh, emotional baggage from things that have happened in like previous traumas from ages ago. Mm -hmm. uh, it could be your surroundings, your belief, your job, your life, society, relationships, anything. And you're carrying all of these things in this big, heavy backpack that just gets heavier and heavier every step you take mm -hmm. until you just you almost learn to live with an amount of stress and with all this weight that you're just carrying around. Yeah. Until it gets too much. And then you either have a mental breakdown or you spiral into depression or you just basically struggle to get out of bed in the morning. Mm -hmm. And when it gets to that point, it really is serious. Yeah, absolutely. Now, just everybody imagine that for some of us, the bag that we're carrying is a little heavier and maybe a bit larger than others. <laughs> but let's talk about some ways to release the anxiety, because I think that that's just going to at least once we recognize, OK, what are some steps? What are some things that we can do to start to release this? Yeah, yeah. Um, First off, um, what I'll do is I'll actually give you a link to this sheet that I'm looking at so right. people can identify some of these symptoms. Uh, and if they look through them, they can notice that they're suffering stress. Mm -hmm. But the, the two instant ones that I'm thinking of at the minute, two different approaches, one would be more of um, almost like a stepping back approach, a, a mindful stance, maybe even a meditative stance uh, where you can basically focus on yourself. Uh, slow your breathing down, slow your heart down, um, become aware of yourself. Just let everything slow down within you and then just expand your awareness to your immediate surroundings and maybe the one task that you need to focus on. Because when people are stressed, they often slip into this sensation of overwhelm where they have a hundred different things to do, a hundred different deadlines. They can't prioritize, they can't choose one and it just all gets too much. So you go back into yourself, slow yourself down personally, you're breathing, slow your heart rate down, learn to calm yourself down and then just bring your attention to one task, not multitasking, just one. Um, and it tends to help. Once you've slowed yourself down, you focus on one thing, you get it plowed through. Mm -hmm. Another approach would be to use uh, what I usually call a, a hypnotic anchor technique, where this is one that I usually teach to people. Um, if you imagine yourself uh, in the most relaxing place in the world, the best place in the world, absolutely no anxiety, no stress, no pressure, no tension. It could be laying on a beach. It could be curled up in your bed at home, just some place where there is no stress, absolutely enjoyable and focus on everything about that situation. If you've got a good imagination, perhaps place yourself there. Really imagine that you're laying in that bed cuddling up to that sofa, uh, notice the temperature around, all the sights, the sounds, the smells, the tastes, really engage with the experience. And then take three deep breaths. 
and lock in all of those memories, the sights, the sounds, the smells, the tastes, all the sensations, lock them in just with three deep breaths. And then what you can do, if you keep practicing that technique, when you know you're going to go into a stress situation or when you discover you're feeling stressed or nervous or anxious or tense, you can take the three deep breaths and it reminds you of being laying up in that bed or laying on the beach or mm. playing with your children or something really enjoyable. And it just it breaks the pattern of stress and anxiety and it replaces it with these really calm, happy feelings. Mm-hmm. So you can learn to lock these good feelings in just with little trigger movements like three deep breaths or squeezing your hand into a fist or just dipping a finger and thumb together, something like that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, one, take a step back and become meditative and mindful of the moment or another. Just use that swish technique and replace the bad feelings with good feelings. Mm. Something I was um, listening to today, and I'd love you to, to share a little bit more around this, because for many of us, sometimes it is our inner voice, our inner critic, and the oh, yeah. things that we say to ourselves that are very, very unhelpful. And, uh, you know, I know a number of people who will often apologize and they'll call themselves, <laughs> names, you know, things like that. But what yeah. I heard, and I'd love you to speak a bit more about this too. I, I'm not sure if you've heard of, um, I don't know who the author is, but it's the brain that heals itself and even science has shown that when we have a thought it's almost in our brain imagine the metaphor was used that it's like a tree that grows and then the tree gets nurtured so the more uh, negative thoughts we have we're growing this whole forest full of negative thoughts and similarly when we think of good thoughts it grows a little tree and then we nurture and it gets bigger and bigger and bigger and I love that analogy because often I speak to people and I'll say to them well just you know I'm not thinking them oh I'm just really uh, whatever it might be and I say well stop thinking that you know as a bit of a joke and it's like well it's easy <laughs> <laughs> for you to say but really it's a starting process it's being aware of it and it's nurturing uh, whatever techniques that you're sharing yes it would be great in some instances we can instantly flick that switch if you will but not to give up uh, you know but rather continue to grow so like that metaphor where we're not nurturing the new forest of thoughts the healthy thoughts the positive thoughts I'd love you to share a little bit more about that yeah absolutely agree um i actually read that book when um i had a a victim who had suffered a stroke uh, and they came to see me and i read that book because it was talking about neuroplasticity and how to replace hemispheres Um, and i actually got a a paralyzed one half stroke victim to move in the other half of their body which was absolutely fantastic um but you're absolutely right yeah the the metaphor of this forest growing it's referring to your neural pathways. Mm. When you have a thought, your brain will produce a pathway for that thought to travel down. And the most important words that anyone will ever hear in their entire lives, they're the words that you say to yourself. Yeah. They are the most important. I can't stress that enough. If you tell yourself you can't do something, you know what? You're right. Mm-hmm. You won't be able to do it. You won't even attempt to do it. If you tell yourself you can do it, and get this imagination behind you and this um, this willpower behind you, you create this motivation. So even if you don't um, succeed first time, you gather feedback on it and you attempt it again and again and again. But this, every time you reinforce a thought, it strengthens that pathway, it strengthens that branch or it grows another little branch. Um, so the more you train your mind to flow down a certain flow of thoughts, that pathway and that branch, it will just become super strong and it will become an automatic response. Yeah. Um, I was speaking earlier today um, 
uh, on another interview about thought habits and behavior habits. And when you think of a certain thought, you can continue to think of that and you can add an action towards it and it becomes this habit. And it's similar to when you you have these neural pathways, the more you think, the stronger they become. And if you build an action behind it, um, they get even reinforced. So you can have this really negative web of pathways mm. or you can have a really positive web of pathways. Yeah, yeah. The good the good thing about it is neuroplasticity. It's all changeable. Yes. You can you can stop yourself doing something um, instantly and it starts to put your mind into a state of flux. If you've always behaved in a certain way and always done a certain thing, um, let's say at a certain time and you've had a really fixed mindset, if you just take the time to do something different, you start to trick your mind into thinking differently. Um, it's actually one of the points that I'm going to go over in a little while. Yeah. But, but yeah, we can absolutely change our physical brains just by thinking new thoughts and developing mm. these new pathways. It's, it's astounding. That's why I love what I do. It? Yeah, absolutely. And so, you know, and for some people it can be a bit of a journey, but I think once they have that awareness and then they've got awareness of these tools and techniques that you're talking about, it can empower us forward in the direction that we want to, to head in because whatever you're feeding in your thoughts, your, your, you know, your, uh, what you're saying to yourself, that is going to continue to grow. So why not choose to start to nurture and grow the positive thoughts and um, something, and, and we'll, we'll talk about the conquering of the fears and holding you back from success because I think it all kind, kind of fits in um, together. But then eventually as you continue to do this and it will take a, a, a habit and, and that you actually have to physically remind yourself okay but then as you continue to do that it almost becomes natural a, a passion does, that you just yeah. create yourself that you just do That's yes right. mm. you're actually what you're doing is you're um imagine your mind as as a mobile phone what you're doing is you're you turn you put a new app a new thought on that phone and you decide whether this app is good or not and if it is good you continue using it and before long, you, you don't even think about it. You just turn the phone on, you go to that app uh, and you continue using it and it serves you well. Mm. But that app continually gets updated and it becomes better and better. So even if you form this uh, thought habit or a behavior habit, they, they always continually need to be tweaked just to see if you're getting the best from it. Yeah. Um, so you can, you can always take a step back and just think of, uh, right, this is the goal. This is what I want to achieve. What's the best way of doing that? Am I doing it the best way? And try different things. Mm. It's all part of having a growth mindset, trying different things, and it helps your mind grow. Yeah. Um, things do become automatic. Yeah. But it's good to take a step back and really analyze what you're actually doing. Yeah. Because sometimes that automatic, the automation tends to go wrong or becomes outdated. Mm -hmm. um, the world changes, society changes, <laughs> and you can find yourself doing things the old way. Yeah. Uh, and in doing that, you're, you're suffering. Your business might be suffering. Uh, your whole mindset might be suffering. Yeah, exactly. Love that. So let's talk about how to conquer our fears, particularly the ones that are holding us back from success. Yeah. Um, basically, the biggest fears uh, that I usually find from people is uh, a fear of failure, which is quite obvious. They don't want to, um, they don't want to fail at something and they don't want to be seen as less in the eyes of someone else. They fear what other people think. Mm -hmm. uh, another one is a fear of success. 
Now, you wouldn't think so, especially if you're an entrepreneur and you're fearing success. What's going on? <laughs> but if you think, okay, I'm I'm shooting to, let's say, present in front of a thousand people. What would happen if I got up on that stage in front of a thousand people? And you think, oh, nerves, stress, anxiety, or oh, we better not do that. And your mind will try to self-sabotage to block you going towards that goal. Mm -hmm. Even though realistically, that's the goal you want and that's the goal your business needs. But your mind will take any step it can just to put obstacles in your way because it fears you stepping out in front of the, those people. Mm -hmm. um, a fear of not being good enough. Most of these fears that we carry around with us, they formed between, I don't know, let's say zero and eight years old. All of these, um, this period of time is when your brain is like a massive sponge and it's soaking in everything. It's soaking in knowledge, but it's also soaking in through transference. Um, it's seeing how other people deal with things. And if you're in a, let's say if you're in a really good uh, home dynamic, you know, your relationship, you've got a really happy family unit, everyone's interacting really well. Uh, which is quite strange in nowadays world mm -hmm. um but if everything goes well and you have balanced uh, relationships communication you tend to take this calm approach and nothing goes wrong but if that's not the case and there are arguments it's it's not a really good dynamic at home the child will usually try to fix things mm -hmm. and of course that it's not the child's place to fix these adults and these stressful situations and so things continue to go wrong and the child themselves start to feel, oh, right, maybe I'm not good enough because I wasn't able to fix this. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe I'll start to, I don't know, wash the pots and see if that will make everybody happy. Or maybe I'll try and handle this problem myself and make everybody happy and it doesn't work. And they just start to believe themselves as not being good enough to fix problems. And you can carry these things around your entire life. Um, fear of rejection. So failure success not being good enough what other people think and a fear of rejection they're the main mm. main causes of people coming to see me for fears but there are there are handy steps to get past all of these um and they are really practical steps what i tend to do as a business is i tend to treat people on a subconscious level where these automatic behaviors and thoughts happen but you can actually help yourself on a conscious level just by going through um, some of the things that I'm about to say now, I've got I've got seven points in front of me, um, seven practical things that you can do to push past fears mm -hmm. um, or a fear of failure. Let's go to number one. Um, just reframe the label, reframe what you call it. Wipe out the word failure and just call it feedback. Failure is this it's negative connotation. It's the end of the world. It's catastrophic. But if you call it feedback, Let's just say you've done something, it's gone wrong, or it just hasn't gone as well as you hoped. Call it feedback. You've actually improved what you're doing because you've realized how not to do something, or you've realized when something doesn't work. So now you know you don't need to do that again. Mm -hmm. So you go on to something else uh, and just get more feedback. If we so think of some is, yeah. of the um, people that we, we know very well, like Thomas Edison and the light bulb and many oh, yeah, other creators, definitely. imagine if they feared failing, uh, we would we would probably not have the telephone. We would probably not have many of the medicines today. But exactly. as you said, it's just I mean, feedback, you know. Science, isn't it based on trial and error? Mm -hmm. 
it's just always testing something it's always checking something and inevitably you will find 10,000 ways that things will go wrong yeah and then you'll find one way that it all goes right mm -hmm. but, but people don't tend to focus on those 10,000 things that go wrong they yeah. just focus on the one thing that goes right yeah. there's a great it, saying Richard and I'm sure you've heard it before it's uh, fail faster you know because yeah, that means exactly. you can continue going on and on and all of a sudden you'll get that one time that you think ah I have it <laughs> I often say to people failure doesn't exist mm. you either win or you learn yeah yeah. either of those two it's just a positive spin on it mm -hmm. but then if something does go wrong forgive yourself everybody's fallible nobody's perfect perfection itself it's so subjective what's perfection to me might not be perfection to you mm -hmm. so just keep trying again don't fear the failure call it feedback um one of the presentations i've recently done I brought two subjects to uh, a group of people and i said do you know the the spray can wd-40 most people had heard of that spray can WD-40. Mm -hmm. I said, do you know what the 40 stands for? Said, no, no, no. It actually stands for the 40th formula. Oh, really? There they got go. it wrong 39 times huh. and they've improved it on the 40th one. And this is the one that sold. This is the one that did the job. Yeah. So that wouldn't exist if they hadn't gone on to WD-40. There you go. Um, another example, the, the phone game, uh, Angry Birds everybody's heard of angry birds the little phone game that you can play yeah. uh the company called rovio um did you hear of the 51 other games that they brought out before that no really there you 51 go. other games hmm. um they might have had varying levels of success but as soon as angry birds came out the 52nd game mm -hmm. it went global so if they'd have given up after the 10th try or the 15th try no they wouldn't have had the success they have now yeah so just forgive yourself take a rain check, see where things have gone wrong um, and call it feedback and do something different. If you if you learn to do something different, that is a massive step to pushing past any fear. Because if you think about it, you have a fear because you're thinking something might go wrong or you're either stepping into the realms of uncertainty, the unknown. What if this happens? What if that happens? If you can train your mind to do something different every day, and this can be really benign things. Uh, one of the examples I usually give is swap your knife and fork around. When you're eating, it sounds really simple, mm. but a bit kooky. Swap your knife and fork around and just see how different it feels. It feels odd and weird, but it's a challenge and it's a fun challenge. Comb your hair with a different hand. Go to work along a different path, a different route. Um, just try doing things differently and your brain will then start to grow because it's it, it's getting used to these little fun challenges and when you go into a situation again where something is a challenge in front of you instead of fearing it your mind thinks okay it's another challenge these last few challenges that i've had they've turned out to be quite fun so let's go do this challenge let's crack this challenge and without even thinking you've eliminated that fear response mm. you've introduced a challenge instead of a fear so just by thinking slightly differently and when uh, visualize the journey what i do it's all about visualization or experiential um placement if you have a, a certain task to undertake the majority of um, thoughts nowadays is you have to visualize the end goal visualize that destination imagine it already having been complete which is good 
but it's only half the story. Mm-hmm. You also have to visualize the journey as well. Because it's it's great if you think, yep, I'm going to do this presentation in front of a thousand people. You imagine yourself up on stage. Uh, everything goes well. That's great. But you've not taken the journey to get there. Now, if you visualize that journey and you think, right, I'm going to do it in front of 10 people first and I'm going to see how that goes. And then I'm going to practice and practice and practice. I'm going to do 50 people and then 200 people. And you go through this journey and it's building up this this strength, this motivation in your mind. Also visualize how things could go wrong and what you would do, building backup plans, resilience plans. If this doesn't quite happen, I'm going to try this instead. If that doesn't happen, I'm going to try that instead. And have these things going around your mind all the time, because those thoughts will then sink deeper into your subconscious and they'll start processing automatically while you're not even concentrating on them. Mm. and then you'll have those eureka moments um and it's usually when you're doing something and you can't put something down but you have this thought and it's like oh wow yes the answer to that puzzle that i was doing five days ago i know it now um because it's always processing under the surface of your mind so if you if you visualize this journey let that journey sink into your mind and get it going around I love that. I love that. And uh, I'm sure there's uh, some more of those practical steps on the oh, document. Lots, yeah, yeah <laughs> that uh, we'll be sharing the link in a moment. Let's just yeah. talk about how to create more energy, more time and more control over our life. I mean, everything that you've shared so far can certainly um, support in this area too. But are there any other yeah. techniques or things you want to share in this particular area? Well, it's it's basically three different things that you could do um, immediately. Um to stay in the moment, focus on one task, because it's been proven that multitasking does not work. Mm -hmm. It just, it takes your mind away from what you actually need to be doing and it slows you down in general. Um, Multitasking in the form of concentrate on one job, then move to another, then move to another, that's fine. But when you're actually juggling, just imagine juggling with 10 balls instead of just throwing the one up for 10 seconds and then grabbing another one, throwing it up for 10 seconds. Um, So be mindful. Stay in the moment, focus on one task. And as you're doing that, you will become less stressed because you're not overwhelmed. Mm. If you're not stressed, your energy doesn't have to go towards stress responses. So your energy can then be just kept internally and directed towards whatever you need to do. Mm -hmm. So you can actually increase your own energy by not spending it on stress responses. Yeah. Prioritizing tasks, Mm -hmm. uh, specifically for entrepreneurs. Um, I wrote a blog about it for the the three main things uh, that I tend to do is be mindful, prioritize my task and just pick three things that you want to do during a day. You might, uh, especially with today's coaching, they might be trying to get you to do 20 or 30 things towards your business, towards business development every day. It just overwhelms you. Mm -hmm. If you bring it right back down to three things. The three things that you can do for your business today to either get some traction or bring some money in or get new clients, just three. And once you've done those three, you can thank yourself for it. You can be grateful that you did three things and you can then de-stress because you feel like you've completed your task. So stress levels drop. Um, If you are prioritizing, you basically end up being giving yourself more time because you've picked the the tasks that are most important instead of being overwhelmed with 30 tasks. Mm -hmm. And just remember, progress, progression, not perfection. Mistakes happen, learn, get feedback, move on. Once you're filled with this 
this focus and this energy, this production, you get the jobs done. You then have spare time because you are, you're more energetic, you're more focused, your productivities rose, you begin to be able to do the things that you enjoy doing. And you start to find this work-life balance again. Mm-hmm. You, you're back in control. So you've created more energy, uh, you've created more time for yourself. And by doing all of this thing, you feel more in control of your whole life and your stress levels just plummet. You tend to enjoy life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. I can absolutely vouch for all of those things because previously, many, many years ago, uh, I used to pride myself on multitasking, having a lot of things open, doing a lot of things as, as yeah. you know, we can do. And I'm now I'm a yeah. woman, so we, you know, we always say we can multitask. <laughs> of course, yes. But you know what? I was yeah. updating my website and a big red button came up in front of me, which should have been an alert that said, do you really want to move forward? So I was rushing. I said, yes, I do. And as soon as I pushed I went what did I just do I deleted my entire site (laughs) and that was the last time I ever multitasked thankfully (laughs) I had a team that backed up on a daily basis so uh, we were able to reinstall it but it's absolutely true I noticed now even yesterday um, I shut down my email shut down social media the whole lot and I was so focused and Things were done a lot quicker because you're focusing far more on it. And, um, you know, for those of us who work with team as well, have certain times during the day where you just close the door and say, look, you know, this particular time, I'm really working on a couple of key projects. If you need to talk to me, I'll be available at such and such. So that you don't have people constantly coming in and interrupting you because that can also be another complete distraction which can cause anxiety as well richard this has been wonderful so how can people get in contact with you and download the uh, the the document you've been talking about oh cool um yeah uh, people can visit my website which is www.mind that's m y n d dot works w o r k s Uh, From that front page, you can see links to um, free gifts that I give away, which are various MP3s to reduce stress, reduce anxiety, uh, boost confidence, self-esteem, all of these things free. Um, What I'll also do is pop up a link on that page or send an email out to you so you can provide a link to the people um, for this stress document. Um, I can get that up online to show people these 50 or 60 different symptoms of stress. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, have a browse around the website. It's full of information, uh, full of freebies. Um, all the contact details are there. Um, and I also give away free consultations. Fantastic. It's absolutely no obligation. Half an hour chat to me. Tell me what's going on in your life. I can tell you the best way to solve it. Mm-hmm. Um, it's as simple as that fantastic we'll put all of those contact details on our website or on our show notes as well richard and we'll put the 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 link to where they can access that uh, document and to go to that link people it's ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash aes 187 so ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash aes 187 we will have that link there and you can then go and access the document that richard's been talking about with all of the the great points and uh practical tips and and strategies as well so thank you so much for coming on the show thanks for allowing me to be here yeah my pleasure 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 are you a specialist who supports small business and you want to increase your visibility reach and influence with your own podcast channel but you don't want to handle the back-end management and ongoing promotion of your show? The Ambitious Entrepreneur Podcast Network is on the lookout for a select group of specialists who are ready to become an influencing voice in their industry. 
So if you're an aspiring podcast host or if you have an existing business-focused podcast and you're looking for ways to increase your exposure, reach and results by leveraging our podcast network platform, let's talk. To find out more, go to www.ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash podcast host. That's www.ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash podcast host. The voice for entrepreneurs and small business. Well, that brings us to the end of another show. Please do go and check out all of those resources that Richard was speaking about. And to get to our show notes, ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash AES187. Now, for those of you who have subscribed to the podcast thank you very much you are going to be the very first person to know when we have another show launching we have a new guest every single week now if you don't want to miss out all you need to do is go to ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash aes itunes ambitiousentrepreneurnetwork.com forward slash aes itunes and that means you'll be notified each time we release another show until next week have a fantastic week remember those three breaths to break and or release anxiety i know i'll be deep breathing and uh, we'll see you again next week thanks richard thank you This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.